This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And I'm back <laughs> with another episode of the Chamber of Secret Books podcast. How is everyone? First of all, let's let's decompress. How is everyone? I'm filming this on a Saturday. It's February, but here in Florence, because I moved to Italy, if you're new here, a few months ago. And here in Florence, winter, winter said no. Winter said, sorry, I'm not available. Can't come. So it's 60 degrees in February, which is really odd for me because in New York, where I'm OG from shout out New York shout out Queens shout out Astoria there's a snowstorm part of me wants that snow you know that snow falling down getting in my eyelashes you know a stranger seeing me underneath the street lamp <laughs> and like brushing it away against my cheekbone like yeah sure I want that I want my serendipity moment uh-huh but then I was actually there for a few days in December and it was miserable. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I don't think you guys realize like anyone who says winter is their favorite season. Well, maybe, I don't know. My mom, you know, she's a freak when it comes to heat. Like she cannot handle one degree more than than 50. So like maybe I'm just projecting, but it was absolutely terrible. And I said, bring me back to Florence give me that sunshine. Anyways, that's my parentheses question mark weather update. (laughs) Weather preferences, we've come to that point on the pod. But when it's just me, you know, my brain starts to go a little crazy and I start to, to just say whatever comes to my mind. And right now, oh, hold on. Can you hear my dog scratching? I don't know if you heard that. He hates the heat. Why am I talking about the weather? Oh my god. Oh, this isn't this isn't CBS. This isn't weather.com. No one signed up to hear me report the weather in different countries. Okay, bye. Next, moving on. Today's episode dedicating it to one author today and one book. I thought You know, for as much as I say that I'm a book talker, I don't read fast. And I think I've said that before on the pod, but it takes me a long time. And I am, I am a victim of, of Gen Z 
of being Gen Z and falling for the traps that they all say that they fall for. I'm one of them. I'm not proud of it, but I cannot stop watching TikTok. I do. I cannot stop watching TV. I cannot stop looking at my own Instagram story. I cannot stop when I get so bored instead of reading, I'll like look through my camera roll or I'll look through my emails and but not even my emails I'll look through the like the ads that I get instead of reading and then the second I pick up the book I'm like oh my god why haven't I been doing this I feel like that's a universal experience but lately I think I've been doing it way more than I used to so I'm really trying to work on that and actually this book that I'm going to talk about single-handedly helped me revive my personality a my reading habits b my writing block my writer's block three it's really done a number on me really i've just had i've I've felt nothing but joy reading this book for the past i think it was i finished it in like four days which is crazy fast for me absolutely nutso I just felt that it was right that I talk about it. You know what I mean? It's just right. And before we get into it, you know what I like to do? I like to start off the episode with things I've been watching because I'm nothing if not a consumer of media. That's me first. That's who I am. And I'm trying to think of what I've watched that I can recommend. And I think I found it. Would I say recommend is a strong word? I don't mean that. I'm just going to let you know what I watched and then you can do with that what you will. But I recently have been watching French films because obviously I saw a clip on TikTok and it was that one French actor that we all know who was in Little Women, Louis, Louis, Louis Garel, Garel, Louis Garel. Anyways, Malfoy please sorry again my dog being insane mal you gotta choose a spot sir everyone's waiting on you you gotta don't touch that mouth no don't sniff sniff less sniff over there good and plop and plop and plop thank you thank you sorry about that i saw a clip on tiktok of the most beautiful girl i've ever seen in my life (laughs) speaking in french And it was really blue-toned and really depressing looking. And that is who I am on the inside. I'm I'm cool-toned and I'm depression. (laughs) And I saw it and I said, that's me, babes. That's me in two minutes. It's like, I am going to watch that. So I did. And it was interesting. Nothing at all from... mm, I did not go into this knowing that it was going to be about this. Let me tell you that, okay? I'm not a creep. I'm not a weirdo. But it's called The Beautiful Person, or in French, um, La Belle Person. La Belle Person. La Belle Person. Directed by Christophe Honoré. 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 Um, And it's adapted from The Princess of Cleves, which is a book written in like 1670s so which is cool and then they sort of made it modern because it takes place in like I don't know if it takes place in the 2000s but it's filmed in the 2000s I think it takes place a little prior to that but essentially the beautiful person found her (laughs) she's so pretty 
by and I know, I know, beauty's not everything, but she was really nice to look at <laughs> for the movie. So that was great. Her name is Le Lea Sedor. I don't know. Anyways, she's a student. Okay, that's where it starts off tricky. Okay, she's like 16 years old. Her mother just died. And Junie, her name is, decides, I need a fresh start. I need to see new people. I'm going to transfer schools. So she does where her cousin goes to school. So she has him obviously i'm not the only person that noticed that she's freaking beautiful because the minute the first day that she gets to school every single male student wants to be her boyfriend but junie is you know someone who is quiet she's stoic she lives inside her head um and she's not really interested in all these hormonal teenage boys she doesn't want anything to do with them so she dates the one who really really seems sweet and genuine and tries to court her and his name is Otto however the nice guy unfortunately is finishing last in this situation because there's a teacher I know, I know. There's a teacher, and can you guess who it is? It's Louis, Louis, Louis the teacher. And he obviously looks like a student. He's so young, and he's beautiful. And obviously, he becomes obsessed with her. This is tricky in so many, so many areas, okay? But in the 2009 of it all, it I guess they didn't care. In the French, it's considered a comedy. That's so interesting because it actually not one humorous line in the whole movie. Um, and he finds himself drawn to her. Namors, Namors, and he's the Italian teacher, so he's this like bilingual king, romantic, you know, fluffy hair, and she knows that she should not hurt Otto because he's really, really sweet. She knows that. <laughs> but did I mention his hair? I think that's important. And just like me, she had a little trouble. And that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. So I watched that. I watched a few other ones, but that's the one that really stuck with me. Um, And I recommend it if you are interested in something that definitely is not okay anymore to be writing things like that. Okay, we gotta not. We've got to not do that, okay? Because that is very odd. She's 16 years old and uh, he is a teacher. Weird, weird, weird. Anyways, <laughs> that is my but that's not what we're talking about today. Let me get comf. We're talking about books. A book that I have thoroughly enjoyed. And it is... What's... Uh, drum roll, please. I was about to say round of applause. Drum roll, please. It is Bride by Allie Hazelwood. Yeah! Yeah! Allie, Allie, Allie. How do I describe my eternal love for Allie Hazelwood? I think she's the coolest girl on the block. I've said it before, the love hypothesis, some of the best steamy scene writing there is. And usually, um, as we know, this book was on my most anticipated for 2024. And usually, Allie Hazelwood's books involve surround the world of STEM and specifically women in STEM because 
this freaking woman, on top of being an, an excellent romance writer, also is a literal genius in the world of STEM. The woman, and she is bilingual. I'm pretty sure she's Italian first. And then is writing books in English, which, no. I literally can't accept that because I, as someone who's speaking English barely and trying to learn Italian, it's disgustingly hard. I cannot even fathom, I cannot imagine a universe in which I could write a book in Italian. And make it funny, relatable, romantic, you know, plot driven. She just nailed it. And I'm so impressed with her as a human being. So usually, like I said, the books take place in STEM. That's why it was an utter surprise to everyone when we saw the cover of this book. And it features a vampire and a werewolf. Boom. The woman does not follow rules. And I love that. As someone who has just written a summertime Italian romance, very much in English, but takes place in Italy. And I'm currently working on something more fantasy involved, we'll say. I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling majorly. So I am just blown away by her ability to do this so seamlessly, so perfectly. And now having read it, she has still found a way to incorporate her background in STEM with this book, which, come on, Allie, give us girls a break. Stop, stop being the best at everything. She's so bloody brilliant. I can't. So this book, let me not, let me stop. This book is about Misery Lark. Once again, the name Misery is phenomenal. That is an iconic first name. And I can't stop looking at it. It's and like I just feel giddy every time I see it. She's just she's great. So she's the only daughter of the most powerful vampire councilman on the southwest and she's an outcast. These are these are traits that are seen throughout Allie Hazelwood's books and as someone who self-identifies as an outcast as you know not maybe being able to form more intimate close relationships with people I always 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 feel comforted by her protagonists um and their weirdness and their loneliness i'm just constantly amazed and surprised and um really grateful for the women that she writes <laughs> why did I make myself want to cry? The cool thing about this book is that she reinvents what it means to be a vampire. Not only are vampires spelled with a Y in this universe, but they do not live forever. It's which blew my mind. She she like makes everything make logical genetic sense with all the the species that she creates, the vampires, the werewolves, it all comes down to genetics. And you can see like that's her background, you know, showing through. It's a matter of DNA. It's a matter of like chromosomes of why vampires can only drink blood, why they can manipulate minds, why they can, you know, read people's minds. It's she boils it down to genetics, which is so interesting because she thought about this. Like there's a reasoning behind why these species are different and why they can't interact and why 
supposedly why they you know these um communities have have not enjoyed interspecies relationships is because they are not compatible so they thought and i really thought that was a refreshing take on like a fantasy book it's not you know she doesn't explain everything away with oh because magic you know like why is this oh because magic which i will accept every time because oh magic of course they're different it's magic you can't explain magic magic is like dark matter you know you just don't go near it and you say okay but Allie found a way to put her own spin on it and i love that so she has to (laughs) i'm still giddy about it So, you know, in terms of peacekeeping between the wares and the humans and the vampires, there has to be something called, historically, it was called the collateral, where one human, no, not human, sorry, this is between wares and vampires, one ware would get a vampire as collateral and one vampire would get a ware as collateral, and that way, uh, a war wouldn't break out essentially and essentially they're hostages like as long as they don't touch their respective person and they're not hurt and they're fine then all is good there was no war between us because there was a big and bloody war years ago that they still both sides are holding a grudge about so that's what it is but now a new mayor is in town and before the vampire council had him under their wing span (laughs) bat joke and they kind of like manipulated the the human mayor to have their way and to get perks and whatnot but now this guy's stepping down and a new woman's taking over and she's not so keen on letting the vampires get away with things um and she's seems to be buddy buddy with the wares instead and the vampires are like nar 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 don't forget about us and our blood intake okay did you not remember that we hate the wares okay give us give us something give us something so what happens is that the vampires and the werewolves decide you know what we need to form an alliance together to combat this human mayor i think i don't to BH, I, I was paying attention, but I wasn't paying attention that hard because what I was focusing on was the six foot of deliciousness, crew cut, handsome, strong vampire, no werewolf named Lo. First of all, Lo, great name, Allie. I approve immensely. I approve of everything about Lo. I love him. Another thing of why I love Allie Hazelwood's books, not only for the women, but for the men. She gets it. She gets everything. I know that she's a fan fiction writer first, and it shows through. The miscommunication always hits because the the main protagonist isn't stupid, and she rationalizes listen is this why they're saying this is this why they're saying this and they logically think through and the miscommunication still happens which makes them the reader doubt like oh shoot oh shoot because my girl thought of all the reasons why he could be saying this and he still denied it so it's like is he actually not 
because of blank 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 can't say it that's why I love Allie because no one's stupid in her books and like she really thinks all the plot points through so this man is caring he's charismatic he's strong he's alpha (laughs) he's delicious absolutely delicious I want to eat him right up yum 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 and in order to form this alliance misery finds herself as not as collateral again which she was when she was a kid but this time in a marriage of convenience (laughs) I love marriage of convenience I love it (sighs) with low and the second he sees her guys it is game on (laughs) but there's miscommunication and i won't spoil anything but just i was kicking my feet until my toes fell off it was that good When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Oh, my literal God, I love Allie Hazelwood so much. And the quirks that she put into the vampire and werewolf life were phenomenal. Someone on TikTok, as I posted about this book, commented that they said, tell me this is not an Omegaverse book. Candidly. I have no idea what that means. My good friend and fellow book creator, Heather, I know she's on an Omegaverse book rampage, like she's gobbling them all up, but I don't, in my mind, Omegaverse sounded like Spider-Man. Let's look up what is Omegaverse. Is a subgenre. Oh God. Wait. Let's go on Wattpad. The unofficial guide to the Omegaverse. What is Omegaverse? The Omegaverse is an alternate universe following the hierarchy of wolves. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. (laughs) Wait, what's that movie that just came out with Spider-Man across the universe? Or across the... across? (laughs) Oh, I feel foolish. Universe following the hierarchy of wolves. That's why they said it because this book is about wolves. That is to say the alpha, beta, and omega. Oh, this system is what also gives it the name Omegaverse as well as the short term ABO. Commonly, in fix with this universe, you see the 
these three types, but some exclude the beta, and this results in the AO universe arc. As well as excluding this type, it can include and many other types of ranks, such as the delta, gamma, sigma. It's getting it's getting fraternity for me. I, I'm I'm not I'm I can't keep up. Okay, but but it's no different than what usually is like the hierarchy of a of a of a pack right it's still alpha beta omega because he's an alpha that's why he's oh god i just saw the p word the penis regarding alpha females they lack the penis um i don't like where i'm at right now <laughs> i'm gonna stop reading okay but essentially okay werewolves yeah oh why are they really going into specifics of the genital system of is this a thing guys i'm looking at i'm looking at diagrams of omegaverse genitals oh do they self-reproduce wait what is happening and i'm doing this on my work computer okay nope no they're getting too realistic these drawings okay i'm so sorry about that i'm really am okay but if you're interested in the omegaverse i i would can i would recommend you to put up a private browser and have at it that was crazy what i just saw on the podcast wow anyways there it's funny actually that's a great transition because that's another crazy thing that happens in the book and it is compatibility interspecies compatibility and you know intimate relations which becomes actually a point you know it becomes a point of distress for le couple um and once again it boils down to genetics you know and compatibility you know just like a horse and a and a and a rat you know can't exactly create children because genetically physically not compatible that's they had suspected of the vampires and wares they thought no 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 my parts do not work with your parts but you know there's only one way to find out and it's through exploration of the mind body and soul and they explore quite a lot in this book i remember the love hypothesis ali gave us one juicy beautiful scene and i was like i was gobbling it up i was like thank you ali but ali said no more ali said let me see what i got <laughs> you know let me test out what my fingers can type and she be typing Ooh! <laughs> she be typing um anyways i hope i sold you on the book it's beautiful it's funny it's unique it's smart it really is just a joy to read and i was so sad when it was over because it was per it was just perfect I, there was not one point of the book where i was tired of it and i was like come on like i hate that they're together too fast blah 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 she knows tension so well and I really had just a beautiful time with it. So that's all. That's what I'm recommending this week. Period. Blank. Done. It's Bride by Allie Hazelwood. I think everyone should read it. I think she really did something new and different that we should all be talking about. Okay. So I hope that you like me. <laughs> and um, in terms of what I'm reading next. Oh, last. I think last week I was telling you guys that I was reading A Little Life. And... And then I was like, why am I so sad all the time? And I quickly realized <laughs> reading affects you. So I, I've taken a pause on that because I'm too easily manipulated by 
the books that I read and I I can't I can't be feeling like that all the time okay and now I've just ordered the second book to the Crescent City trilogy because House of Flame and Blood question mark just came out and everyone's talking about it and I really want to get back into my fantasy roots last week I talked about all my fantasy recommendations talked about Sarah J Moss and while I do have some issues with her, I do really enjoy her storytelling. And now that I'm writing a fantasy book by myself, I'd love to read authors that, you know, who I consider really talented in this world of fantasy writing. And she's one of them. So I'm going to, I'm. it's a big boy. I'm looking at it right now. It's got to be like 800 pages. She's thick. And all three of them are thick. Like the woman or... When she writes, she writes. Also, side note, has she not been looking so beautiful on her press tour for the new book? Am I the only one who's jaw on the floor about her? And I'll end it off there. Sorry, I just screeched. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you've read anything by Allie Hazelwood. If you're reading Bride, have read Bride, what you thought of it. I'd love to know. As always, you can find me on the Chamber of Secret Books on Instagram. And Chamber of Secret Books on TikTok. You can pre-order my book. I'll look for you everywhere. My summertime romance book set in Italy. And it's steamy and it's spicy. And it's about your best friend's brother thinking you're really hot. Um, you can pre-order that. Uh, it's being published through Pan Macmillan. And soon I'll have news about U.S. publishing dates. <laughs> and covers. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Love you all so much. I guess I sing when I feel awkward. I'm starting to notice that. Um, but I love you. Peace out. Rock on. Read your guts out.